Hard Lonely Ambitious is sponsored by Audible.com. Go to audibletrial.com slash HLV for your free 30-day trial. Thanks, guys. I'm Peggy O'Leary, and today, this is a real treat, guys. My best friend in the whole wide world is in the studio. She's here. She's made it. She's a star of MTV2's Girl Code. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no. I'm the uh, star it, technically of Guy Code. <laughs> Guy Code, I'm, de- I'm technically the star. Um, Annie Letterman is here. Um, Annie, hi. Hi. I'm so excited you're here. Uh, I love that you called me your best friend, and then, but you didn't post like a picture of us together on National Best Friends Day on Instagram. So Is that a thing? It was yesterday, yeah. But I posted Tara, not you. So. First of all, I didn't know it was a thing because I don't think I was on the internet at all yesterday. Oh, really? Uh-huh. If for a good thing or a bad thing? I babysat all day and then I bartended. So. Babysitting is the perfect time to be on your phone. No, no, when she's six you months old. You just give him a knife. Got- <laughs> you give him a knife and you check your fucking email. No, it was my first time. I have a real scare, like fear that um, everybody in New York has nanny cams. So I'm like real good That's the first days. very smart of you. Yeah, so I'm real good. I'm like, can I masturbate while I'm babysitting? I'm like, what can I do that's like, what can I do that just feels like I'm betraying people and they'll never know? <laughs> I just want to like cross someone's boundary and then have them not know it at all. Like I used to, when I was a teenager and I babysit, um, you know, the like appropriate age to babysit, but, um, <laughs> you know, when you're like 18 yeah, and you're supposed to do it, you're, you just have, you're a nanny. Like even if you're just babysitting, <laughs> you're at the age where you have to be called a nanny yeah. because it's too humiliating to say babysitter. And also the girl that I'm babysitting for, she, she's 25. So I'm four <laughs> years older. I could, ba- I probably babysat her when I was 14 <laughs> and she was 10. <laughs> Oh, that was always weird when your babysitter was just like a little older than you. I hated it's like, it. Are you going to fuck me? You're going to try to fuck me, right? Because we're... Uh, Why were you Did you have like to... a molesty? No. I'm we unlike you. <laughs> well, this is when I was really little. Uh, we had a babysitter that... I have two brothers, as you know. I have an older brother and a twin brother. My older brother's like two and a half years older. So we were pretty close in age, even though he was like leading the troop. And I was like four or five. And we had this this babysitter that was my mom's friend's son... And I had a huge crush on him, like little kid crush, like where I was just like, this is like, this is what a man is. Yeah. Meanwhile, he's probably 15. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure I do remember like this terrible acne, like just pussy acne. (laughs) And I was like, Ooh, he's so like, I think even then I was like damaged. Yay. (laughs) And he had, I think a ponytail and he fell asleep. He passed out because he's just like a teenage boy. He passed out on the couch in our den and he, his pants were unzipped and he wasn't wearing underwear. So Timmy, we saw it and he, we were like all pointing at it and Timmy <laughs> was like, let's go get an ice cube. And so we went and got an ice cube and we put it in the hole and ran away and then he woke up and he never like brought it up. Like he never, we, he just like he just, woke up, we ran away and then he never was we like, just act- don't do that. Yeah, he was just like, oh, kids just caught my dick being out or something. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it was, I think it was just him being like, I'll just not mention it. Like, it never happened. Wait a minute. Were you guys taking a nap or something and you came downstairs and he I was sleeping? I do not recall why he was asleep or what happened before. <laughs> but I think, because I fell asleep babysitting before, too, where I think I would just, like, put kids in front of the TV and just, like, take a nap. Yeah. I remember parents coming home and being really mad. And like, you can't sleep on the job. And like, can your kids not be so boring? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's literally, they're at a very boring age. Like, it was like a, like a, 
It was, what am I going to do with them? I always felt bad too, even like when the kids would go to bed and then like no, I would that's try to was. stay awake and you're like, but you're falling asleep because it's it's bedtime. I, yeah, it's bed. Like, what do you want me to I do? I just sang lullabies. Like, I put myself a little bit to sleep, <laughs> even though I don't think me singing lullabies has ever done anything except know, pe- like, <laughs> traumatize people to stay awake for <laughs> at least twenty four to forty eight hours. Uh, but like, it was just like. I just I haven't talked about this in years. I got to bring this up with my brothers because it was weird that we did it. And it was like it was so funny because my brother was so like, come on, younger brother and sister. Like, let's like, yeah, let's do a prank. I can see the three of you being the worst kids to babysit. I think Terror. we fought a lot and there was a lot of fighting. And we always because there was three of us. So we would gang up on, on each other. Yeah. I always was feeling left out as a girl. But I think I just colored. My dad said I would I would get he said this to me recently that I because he he worked um, in the Treasury Department at Penn, so he was like worked with like people that were trying to impress him, so they would give give him tickets and stuff like yeah. banks and stuff yeah. that have really nice like flyer tickets would give him once a year that they, they'd rotate through people and give like three tickets to a Flyers game right and because I my brothers were into sports and I was the girl that wasn't they I would like pretend but they knew I wasn't into it yeah. I was more into art. They, my dad would just take my brothers and I would like complain and complain. There's not really anything he can do because they're already bought seats. Yeah. And every once in a while, he would make sure they gave him an extra seat for me. And he said, I would just come in and I would color. I would bring my coloring book and just draw. I wouldn't pay attention. <laughs> I just wanted to be included. Yeah. It was just the idea of like them having fun without me. That's really funny. Even though I went there and then didn't have fun with them at all. Yeah. That I think that's a normal like you you don't know what. Everyone has that fear of missing out. Did you know that that's... You know what's so weird? I feel like I'm not an... You're like really good on the internet. Like I still don't understand Snapchat. FOMO. I had to ask someone that recently and someone was like, what is... You are... On social media all the time. I'm like, I didn't know what FOMO you was. You also suffer from it. So. Uh, that, I, that is my life. <laughs> well, FOMO is just a very nice Wait, word before for we get it. into this, um, as always, Mary Kelly is here. Hi, Hello. Mary. Mary. I'm sorry. How are you doing, Mares? I'm great. I what? had a very relaxing day yesterday. Oh, what'd you what'd do? What'd you do? I uh, took half an edible, went to the American Natural History Museum, and then walked around in Central Park. That's really oh, nice. Oh, that's nice. I had such a fun time. I, w- I needed to have that on my trip to New York, and I didn't do that. I feel like that sounds you scary, though. Don't you go to, like... No, I have to leave tomorrow. Dinosaurs? I hung out in the... the uh, Under the sea portion a lot. Stared oh. at the whale. Now, you were know? you with company or alone? Alone. That's great. I love exploring New York alone. I'm proud of you. And now, was the edible... Did you eat the right amount? Yeah. That's always a hard one to gauge. Yeah. It was the second half of one I'd already had. So you know. So, yeah. You know. Yeah. And, um... Was there ever a point where you were like, I really, I hope no one like approaches me or talks to me right now? I mean, I had my standard New York, uh, don't bother me with you had, like, sunglasses your headphones and headphones Headphones on. that aren't attached to anything? Yeah, like, exactly. You can see the cord, bitch. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking asshole. Yeah. I had a group of tourists come up to me in the museum. I was like, sorry, sorry. Oh, God. Just I just want to, I wish I was good at accents <laughs> and I could just like pretend I was a tourist at them from another place. <laughs> yeah. I'm the worst. I always give directions. I must have that. I'll give directions sober. It's weird that that, that you said one of the things that would make you the best. (laughs) I'm just like the worst. I'm so helpful and nice and kind. Like my heart is just big. I do it sober. (laughs) I love doing it sober because then I feel like I I, I blend in. They're like, oh, they know. What, giving gifts or the... Oh, no. No, no, no. uh, Giving directions. Yeah. Yeah, I the gift of direction is what I meant. Yeah, yeah. I know it sounded weird. <laughs> giving the gifts of direction it was weird. I didn't say it first because I think it was going to be my next line if I kept talking about how great you are. <laughs> These gift. gifts I I just give to strangers, <laughs> but I didn't say it, and then I sounded crazy. I feel like I must have that fit the face of somebody who like just looks like she'll tell you what like because I always 
get approached. You look like you have Tylenol on your purse and <laughs> tissues. Like yeah. you look like you're a, a healer. <laughs> yeah, um, Mary's the one who gave me the tarot cards. Annie saw my bag and she's like, "You can't be oh. someone from Queens who also carries tarot." Don't cards. be what your neighborhood is. <laughs> Don't like show us what your like your fallback career is going to be. <laughs> what nightmare fallback careers you're going to have? I think she's going to have a great time in her fallback career. Oh uh, yeah, working at a diner and. Doing tarot no, cards. no, it's not a diner. You would, card. you would open your own store. <laughs> you would open your own. Store you would be front. so fucking proud of you, and we'd be proud of you too because we'd be like, this bitch took the initiative to like you'd found a space. Those... She rented it out. You get the one where there's like the you can hear them talking. There's yeah. like a yeah. so you could they you'd come in knowing information about them. Yeah. Some people would judge you, but at the same time, you'd be the type of the ones that live in like the Lower East Side. Your rent's like two hundred bucks a month. You'd somehow score that. Yeah, yeah you'd be like a squatter type. Yeah, <laughs> but not look like a squatter. Like you'd get a squatter deal, but be like a presentable person. Yeah, yeah. I would wear a lot of flowy dresses. I think that'd be nice. Skirts. I mean, you're halfway you would, there. No, yeah. it wouldn't be a dress. It would be yes, two pieces. Two pieces. It would be a. It would be a. Not a baggy shirt, but not too tight, and it would be a it would be a flowing linen skirt, one of those linen ones. Maybe linen, um, but it would definitely be long. It would, and it wouldn't be striped. It would have like patterns, paisley maybe. Yeah, I love. And then paisley. you would have a long, you would have a long <laughs> sweater. sweater over it. Yeah, <laughs> and sometimes you take the sweater off. Sometimes you'd be comfortable. You're like, I want you to see that I'm a woman. Yeah, yeah. That sounds great. And then when you were wrong and people came back to you yelling, because I feel like that happens to them a lot. Mm-hmm. It must, right? Because yeah. people no, are stupid. And then they'll. I think people will put weight on what psychics say and change, do different things. And then if something doesn't work out, they would hold the psychic responsible. That's. I think so. Yeah. And because uh, you're already doing something that's like where you're saying it's like a control thing where you're like, I don't have control of the future. I want to try to control it. Yeah. So I want to find out what it is. So you already are a control person and you're already then you're specifically trying to have you're trying to have a specific thing happen like you don't go to a psychic you don't want to hear bad news you really just want them to reaffirm like that your dreams are going to come true yeah you don't want someone to be like you're going to have two really rough years and then you're going to have like an okay year and then really you're just going to realize you're not in the right job you know what I mean like and you're going to realize that you've been putting too much pressure on yourself and you don't have what it takes or whatever you don't (laughs) want that you want someone to be like Good news is going to come to you by mail on the 17th. Yeah. And then you're going to knock at it and be like, what the fuck? Yeah. But then they always say the same thing. Well, you know, uh, maybe you weren't open for it. That's what yeah, I get a lot, a lot of where I'm like, I was supposed to meet someone in September. A lot? How often do you do it? Huh? Um, I call a psychic once in a while. Listen, it's a dumb, dumb thing to do. I do too. My best friend's a psychic, so I'm not... And I and I believe that she has a ability a to be open and, and understand things. Tara? Yeah. I didn't realize that. Is that why she's still in... New Mexico. I think a a little bit has to do with it. Yeah, a little bit has to do with it. But she also has this farm and like this community of friends that are like they have like a sweat lodge on the on the property. They used to live with another hippie family, so it was these two hippie families living coexisting in the same place, which was like would get tense, but was still like really cool. It was really I used to love because I would leave LA. I would be in LA like being like I'm uh, I'm fat and old and I'm like a monster and like I ate. Um, rice it was brown rice but still I ate it and I'd be yeah. like what have I done with myself and then so I would take these weekends where I would just go there and like go into sweat lodges and be like dealing with people's heavy shit and not worrying not worrying and being like why I mean everyone's mustaches are grown out <laughs> my boyfriend said that uh, New Mexico you know the abbreviation is NM he's like is it new mustache <laughs> I mean it's really like it's like people are just letting their mustaches fly in a way where they're like 
They like believe in themselves. Yeah. Are you still doing your own? <laughs> My mustache? Well, I do. I remember you. I got it lasered. You did? I was going, I, when I first moved to LA, I found this really cheap laser place and I was getting like everything lasered. And, um, but then I met my boyfriend and I was like, oh, like he loves me unconditionally. So I'm just going to not worry about it anymore. So I have lighter hair everywhere. It's like not as thick and it's, you know, right. it's easy to manage, mm-hmm. but it's I not gone. I remember you, um, waxing, waxing in the, the microwave, in the microwave. Kind. And being like, I can't, I couldn't do. I would have to. Well, the microwave kind's the best. And then you commit. And then I got so obsessed with the fact that you had a mustache that I never saw a night. So then I got well, mine waxed. Well, one you time. have a mustache. No, I don't. Peggy, come here. Let me see. No. Don't do this. Don't no, hide I behind do. a microphone. Um, everybody has a little bit of a mustache, but Some I got people so don't. obsessed. Some people don't, and you know, may God put cellulite all over their bodies. I don't know, like what. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so easy. To get Something rid of it. else. It's fine. It is fun. I don't think it's a big deal. I don't think it's a big Because deal. there are people that do have mustaches, so I'm going to let my mustache freak fly. Yeah. I got one. I don't. I take care of it. Sometimes <laughs> I get nipple hairs. My boyfriend plucks them. It's That's really nice. He's very sweet. He likes you too much. It's crazy. <laughs> I can't believe you have such a nice, wholesome, wonderful It's boyfriend. a nightmare. To just always know you're wrong. And you also, yeah. And I've you- never been right. Also, in an argument. One you time kind I of right. like you created him. He like is escape. He's exactly what <laughs> we would talk about our type. Where just like you know, he like loved hip hop music too much in the nineties. He has like a white rapper name, you know. Yeah, he definitely. Yeah, he like like my favorite thing to do on Snapchat is you know he'll be driving and he'll like a you know a hip hop song will come on and he's like really like acting it out. His hands are going and he's like <laughs> he's really feeling it. Yeah, and so I try to get him on Snapchat doing it and he's always like no. Stop and he won't. He's like, I'm not going to do it. And I'm like, just do it. And then he always does it at the end. He's always he's he'll play. That's fun. But uh, yeah, he's a sense of humor himself. He has a tattoo on his lip that says when he pulls his lip down, it says truth. Stop it. And I'm always like, he he's like, no, no, no. It was just like a thing I got. And I was like, no, you were a fucking freestyle rapper <laughs> and you were spitting the truth. I get what it was. You were spitting the truth. He's like, no, no. It was just like I'm like, it was. That's so funny. You can't lie to me. There's a tattoo that's proving it. Yeah. Um, you have a matching one now? <laughs> I do. Mine says lies. <laughs> Mine says oral herpes. <laughs> no, you don't need it. That I don't have. Ha- I don't even, have it yet. You don't have it still, even after living with me. I'm, I don't have I'm it proud yet. Of you. I've gotten things that I thought were it, but they were never anything. And I went. My sister in law's mom is a nurse, and she's like, it's nothing. Yeah. But you I know. always think. I always think I have all the types of herpes. It happens every like every three months, just I like think- clockwork. I like wake up and I'm like. Finally, it got me because well, I deserve them. I also think that's just like a fear of everybody our age because it's just been great that one in four or like, what is it? No, everyone has herpes. I, I don't have it yet, but I plan on getting it and I don't, <laughs> I'm not, I'm like, I almost want it at this point because it's just like, like I've already gone through all the stages of mourning my not herpes vagina that I'm like, <laughs> just give it, it's fine. I know I can handle it. I feel like I survived it somehow, <laughs> but I also just, I also feel like it's, it truly isn't a big deal. It's literally just the stigma around it. Yeah. Like I never, I was, I was doing a show and I was talking about it at the stand last week and there was a couple in the front that was getting weird and I was like, I feel like you guys are the herpes couple. Like there's at least one of you here. There's probably way more. Yeah. And I was like, don't be weird. Don't worry about it. Who cares? It's really, it's truly not a big deal. All it is is the stigma and having to tell people that you have it. Yeah. People being precious about their genitals. Listen, all our junk is ugly and gross. Yeah. And disgusting and um, like stop, don't hoard your, don't think that you, don't hold your crotch to some special, 
<laughs> Don't put your pussy on a pedestal, okay? <laughs> like, it's fine. Because uh, people go, and then I know so much because I had one of my best friends when I lived in New Mexico had a, uh, not the one I was talking about. I mean, but whatever. Who cares? It doesn't matter who it was. But um, I had a friend who had it. And so I, like, knew all about it. Yeah. Um, I did all my research and stuff. And I went through her, like, her outbreak with her, you know? Yeah. But she's on Valtrex, and you can just take Valtrex, and it's really, I think it's really, really hard to give it to people when you're on Valtrex. It's, it is. So it's this thing that's so manageable and not... And if you're somebody like me who's had cold sores your whole life, your body's actually immune to getting it. So it's like, I is could be true? a carrier, and I, yeah, and, and it never outbreak, yeah. That's like way worse. It's that's way, a way wor- worse that's, thing that's to admit. That's what men do. It's a way worse thing to I admit. I know, but that's why I'm very, yeah, I'm, proud I, of I'm you. all about safe sex. You're brave. I'm, I'm all about safe I'm sex. I'm allergic to condoms, I can't be. There's only specific kind. Of, I mean, I can be. That's not true because there's. I can use skins, which are like a form of Trojan that <laughs> are for your skin. No, this one guy did bang. Wait, can I just tell you, one guy? I did fuck one guy without a condom because I said skins, and he thought I was kidding, and I was just like, ugh, I just want this over with so fast that I don't want to like the idea of having to go like find a condom. Yeah, I just want him to have shitty sex with me and go home, and then our friendship was ruined. Yeah. And then I thought I got herpes from that because the sex was so bad and I regretted it so much and I was so sober when I did it that um, I was sure that I would be punished. And so I just like created that I had, like I had no symptoms. Like I would go into the the clinic and they'd be like, you have zero symptoms. Yeah. What are you doing? And I also had shingles. So I, I test positive for that type of herpes. Shingles and chicken pox have like the same strand or whatever. So I, I test. You had adult shingles? Yeah, it shingles when I was, uh, well, I was 19. I don't think that's an adult. Okay. But when I was a nursery school teacher, um, I was working with young toddlers and they just, you know, they just have, they touch and you're like, why do you have peanut butter and jelly in your hands? And then you look and you're like, oh, it's just snot. It's like snot from <laughs> six kids. It's not even, like I thought it was like a jello and it's just actual like snotty boogers from faces. I can't believe you taught children. I did. That was going to be my whole thing. That was my whole, my whole life growing up. I was going to be a teacher. Why was that a th- your whole life? I loved kids. I, I think it's because it's like a loss of innocence thing where I, because I had like a rough childhood yeah. and because I was, felt very, had to be very grown up, I thought, you know, to like protect myself. And it was just like weird, like being on the spectrum of Asperger stuff. Yeah. Like just like things just were just hurt that because everything was so serious for me, I really loved kids that were even just like three years younger than me i would be like they're so cute yeah i loved their innocence and i loved playing with them because i didn't have that right so um i'm really making it sound like i was just like riddled by rapists (laughs) just like tickled everywhere i mean i was i did have questionable situations but not as bad i'm like like i didn't wasn't in foster care like foster care is like the thing where you're just like oh my god you were in foster care like oh my god yeah oh my god Like being adopted is one thing, but foster care, like that is really like the limbo where you're like, is anyone going to want me? Like that's really fucked up. It's so funny. And then someone being like, I'll rent you. I'll lease this child. <laughs> and you're not sure if they're doing it for like the money they're getting or like, it's so, and then it's you just so have crazy. brothers and sisters and then you don't have them. It's insane. You look like one day you're like, you, you look like you're on ghostwriter. You've got an Asian <laughs> sister, a black brother. Yeah. And then the next day you like one of them ran away and then they give you back (laughs) to no one. It's so insane. It's crazy. It's crazy. And so I'm always so impressed when people have like stories like that. And I'm like, how are you like functioning? Like I'm I'm just proud of you. (laughs) You don't know them at all. But it's hard. Like because I had a friend in high school who I would be going through stuff. I had like was just so I, I would like get 
I was allowed to go home and get tutored at home for like a couple months because of mental it was like a mental leave because I was so depressed because <laughs> like my my best friend was fucking my boy my the boyfriend I had freshman year or something and my yeah. school was so small that having to see them I would like I would have like panic attacks and stuff because mm. oh, like, they like told that. every they didn't tell everyone knew that they were she cheated on him with me or wait no wait yeah <laughs> not a gay thing he cheated on her with me and then and he was like a I was 14 he was a douchebag took my Virginia's water bed I've told you the story I love that guy you know the picture I post all the time on Instagram to remind people where I came from <laughs> But, you know, and he's in prison now. Like, it's not like he was a fucking loser. And he would, he treated me like shit. But I dated him for eight months. And it was my first boyfriend. And I was so in love with him, even though he was so mean to me. Like, he really was like, he would, like, shove my head in his crotch around his friends and be like, suck my dick, bitch. Like, stuff like that. And I'd be like, no, stop. You're so funny. Yeah. Stop with the jokes. You're so crazy. (laughs) He loves me. It's so funny that that's how he shows his love. (laughs) You know, like, shit like that. Or I'd be like, I love you. And he'd be like, thanks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, um, and I just was like, this is, we'll be together forever. I know it's unconventional to marry someone that you met when you're 14, but we're going to make it. <laughs> and so he was like a shitty dude, but, but I still was just so brokenhearted by like. Trying to be a kid you would have to go visit him in jail all the time. I'm shocked. I do not have a grandchild at this point in my life. <laughs> you must I be I was barren. supposed to have a, my mom told my whole family I'm barren. Like I walked <laughs> into the room. My mom just is crazy. She just, she gets one like seed of something and she turns it into something that's so psychotically not true and so like based on nothing and you're like what but she's so sure she convinces herself that it's a real thing so she says things with like conviction so I come in it was a Christmas I was at my uh, twin brother's house and my whole family's there and I walk into my sister-in-laws are like you and they're both pregnant or they one of them had a kid at least at that point and they go you poor thing I'm like what and they're like mom just told us about your pro- she said you had lady problems and you're not gonna be able to have children. I'm like, mom said I was barren. What on what basis? And she's like, you know, you always had lady problems. I'm like, my period. What? Yeah, that's so crazy. Like cramps. Like what are you talking about? And she was like, she's like, no. She said to me recently, she goes, no, you had fibroids. And I was like, I've never even said that word or know what they are. I didn't have fibroids. What's that? <laughs> that's something you said I have right now. That's like so I must insane. have called her and been like I'm PMSing really hard this week and she was like you probably have fibroids she would say stuff like that where I'm like I don't think I have a thing I think I'm just have cramps right now yeah like That's... I don't have them bad ones now like I'm like what are you talking about I also think it's funny like you walking into a room and two girls just being like I'm so sorry for you because like uh, what maybe also, I'm fine with it or also no. I could adopt or also calm down also listen i want a foster child and i'm just kidding um or not that i'm not that <laughs> maybe i do i don't know no, i don't have kids but it's i've been very clear that about doesn't it. affect pregnancy at all what fibroids? as many as three out of four women have uterine fibroids sometime during their lives but are mostly unaware of them because they cause no symptoms yeah <laughs> exactly so she just gave it to you no i think the things that she was referring to were things that make me more fertile too yeah like she's like you used to have really heavy periods i'm like i think that's more like more baby that could have been made do you know what I mean? Yeah. They're heavy because it's like, that's how much baby my body wanted me to have. Well, yeah. I mean, that's like, I mean, the, I mean, O'Leary's were very fertile, but my, Aaron, my best friend used to always make fun of me because like when I first got my period, it would be like crazy. And she's like, I, this is, everyone thinks it's weird. <laughs> None of my sisters have periods like that. And all my sisters are like, 
Nah, you, I could stick like four tampons up there. Like, it's people being ashamed <laughs> of like telling the truth about like being a woman. Yeah, I think yeah. about this because a lot of my friends are having kids. And my like, also, I'm 11. I'm sorry. But sister, <laughs> no, I, I was 11 in my umbros. I bled in my umbros. I wish I could tell my like 11 year old <laughs> self, like, you're going to bleed on so many more embarrassing things. Like, <laughs> this is going to be dicks, like white couches. Like, oh really, my God. you're going to have some. You're in your 30s. You're going to be so amazed at how. Um, how little control you've gotten over this thing you've you've had monthly. We forget it. It's I forget. I feel like a boy. So every time I get my period, I'm shocked. I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, I'm a woman today. Okay, wait. I, I know that I, literally. I'm, I'm on this diet, and so I've been like losing weight consistently. And yesterday, you I, look great. I shut mean, up. Jesus, <laughs> no. Stop. I wouldn't. You. I don't want to feed your ego because I know you're on a diet. <laughs> no. So uh, yesterday I didn't lose any weight and I was fl- freaking out. And then today I got my period, and it was like I it was. A, and I was like, oh my, like happy. Never, I just this never is why. Know. Listen, and this is why when guys are like when they pull the period card on us, we get so mad because it's like we don't realize it's our period until mm. after because we're yeah. we really are in it. Yeah. So we don't we don't realize that it's PM. Like I'm like la- I will n- I'll say that last. Yeah. yeah, like I'll be like, I don't know. Maybe I'm. I actually am having a psychotic break. Like I would rather <laughs> say I'm crazy than be like it's my period. Yeah. And then I get my period. And I go, oh, it's my period. Yeah. That's me every time. Like right yeah. now, I had the thought the other day. It was the first time I've ever thought because I'm like, God, I'm tired. Why am I so goddamn tired? My boobs and I'm so, so annoying, uncomfortable, yeah. and oh God, why is it so hot? I hate it. I yeah. hate everyone. And then I was like, Why are you being like this? Yeah. And it's like, Oh, <laughs> I think it also probably says why last week when Dante was here, I cried because I was coming. Because you were coming? Because you were coming? Because you were coming? Is that why you cried? Because it was it's coming. crazy that oh, my God. Peggy, <laughs> Peggy is Real very Freudian funny. Slip. Listen, Peggy, make sure Dante hears that. Peggy's very funny and very fun. She's a fun hang and you laugh a lot. And then you also get this bonus of being able to laugh at the dumbest things that she says. Her, her voice just involuntarily says the wrong word perfectly about five times a conversation. Like perfect, like to the point where you're like, are you like, it's like your brain is Mad Libs, honestly. It's like another person like typed in what you should say to make it funny. Yeah. Yeah. Like a 13 year old boy lives inside me. Like we're just living, we're literally living a a Mad Libs out, hanging out with you. I know. I always say that. It's like, well, because I feel like the, because when we first met was right when I started doing stand up and I remember I would be doing that in normal life and you're like you have to do that on stage or when it happens on stage you have to just you're not like, gonna be able to go a full 10 minutes without doing it <laughs> so you have to learn how to use this as a as a tool and it really and tool, is yeah. like and it's funny now because like it's, it's especially when i'm hosting like i always say all right we well, gotta land this ship i say it all the time and I, I but it was because the first time i said it i said it and i got a huge laugh dock and i boat. didn't even realize yeah. i didn't well dock this no, boat that's the right one. Right. dock <laughs> this plane <laughs> i gotta dock this plane that's my favorite yeah, I just like, or I always say, like, yeah, you just say, I just, my. Get the lifeguards ready. We're about to land this flight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's but like, I, that, my brain just does that all the time. I have that, like, I, um, I, I have that with, like, where almost like I'm accidentally racist. Like, I'm like, it's not even, it's just my dumb bro brain. She's fucked enough black guys to be allowed to be a little fucking racist, you guys, okay? She's given back to the community. <laughs> She gave to get, okay? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I uh, I do say the dumbest things. But yeah, I, that was why I was crying two days ago. And, I, and it's, it just don't even remember because I was coming. Usually I'm crying when I'm coming. So I do understand like where your brain did that. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
So, okay, you've been in a relationship now for... Three years. So as soon as you guys... So you... Oh, you've been in L.A. for four years? Three years. No, I moved in with him. Like, it's, I'm rounding up to three years. It's like, it'll be three years, like, in a couple months. Okay. So I've been three and a half years. I moved January, like, three years ago and then a January. So three and a half years ago. But I don't remember. I was just saying this before the podcast. I have, like, mush brain remembering, like, how long I've been yeah. in L.A. And, like, what? Because it's just not... I don't it know why. It feels like a different, like, lifetime. I don't know why. And it's weird coming back here because I love New York so much and I have so much fun. And then I have, like... Going into certain neighborhoods makes me feel like I'm visiting like my old high school or something. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like where you're like, this is like, I remember this being bigger and like what? Like, yeah, our old neighborhoods like that where I'm like, it just has this sort of like fantasy world, right? And it's gentrified more. Like it's more like it's it's heightened even to where it was before. So it's like like the fact that that things remembered store. Remember that store with the any where there was like you could go in and go. No, it was it was just the store. It was a store oh, that guy. was like, yeah, yeah, the guy that I used to go visit. Yeah, he it had everything. Yeah, and it was like a store where you're like, all right, I need like <laughs> batteries for my disc man, like yeah. specific disc man batteries. I'll, they'll have that. Oh, I need my passport picture. Okay. Yeah. Oh, also, I need to buy a bong that's shaped like um, a shoe. Yeah. Like they always had like weird things, and then they always had a lot of like um, stuff. If you like for like an old person, like oh, like wheelchair stuff, wheelchairs, yeah. or even like I remember like those things you could pee in for like old like yeah. Just, it was a lot of that stuff, and it was. But what was so funny is it never failed me. I never went in and they didn't have what I need ever. It yeah. never happened. That is that way. not there anymore? It's not there anymore. And that guy, um, what was his name? Khan. Yeah, I used to go in and talk to Khan, and because uh, I, I met him when I got my passports. My passport pictures I went in and I used to go visit him every day. Yeah. He was great. I collect so what people like that. You do. You're the worst person to walk down the street with. It takes a long time to it get places. It takes so long. Well, I've made friends with like... Everybody. The corner people. Yeah. I always know the corner people. I ran into the that guy D who worked at... Um, they all had like really short names. Yeah. That guy D that worked at the... Um, the bodega, the like expensive bodega with the flowers and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That was yeah. right on that corner. I ran into him on another subway and then I had to go visit him because I was like, this isn't enough to say hi to you. Yeah. And it was like, I just would go in. All What it is is I, I'm so like loud and always like thinking about things and saying things that I'm so obnoxious, I guess I should just say. I don't yeah. know why I was trying to make it sound good. Yeah. Like a, a good quality. But You're I'm always so, telling a story to somebody and everybody overhears it and starts laughing. Or are like annoyed. Like I think <laughs> I have a theory that at this coffee shop near my house this hipster coffee shop in LA I think I'm probably written into a lot of screenplays like there's a character that's like based on me because I'm so annoying to them they're just they're like I just gotta get this one scene out like we got exterior nighttime and I'm now drawing a blank because this bitch is like telling us about when she gave her dog back to her parents do you know what I mean yeah I think it's a combination because I've seen it happen we'll be talking and we'll be laughing and you'll be telling a part of the story and someone overhears it and like either laughs or gets annoyed and you can't not talk to them they react and you have to then know them oh if they don't like me then things have to happen yeah like I can't it's so sad it's such like a weird trying to get my dad to love me thing yeah where I'm like am I annoying you now I must like I've got to apologize in a funny way that lets you understand why what I said was cool yeah, it also helps because you're the only person who is louder and more talkative than I am. So it's a kind of a break for me. Well, there are people like that. Like Kurt's always like hushing me. Kurt Metzger, I stay on his couch. <laughs> He's always hushing me. And I'm like, you're the same as me. <laughs> like you're the same. Like we are equals in loudness and like boundarylessness. Yeah. Like we obviously like we're not taught the same 
our parents left out the same lessons. Yeah. And so, but or he I think this is instinctively in you because I mean, I got because Catholic school, I got in trouble every day. We would get progress reports every week, and it was just always consistent talking. And I just finally was like, I'm, I don't think I'm going to get over this. Like, right. I have thoughts in my head, and I got to get them out. It's ADD, I think, because we it know is. we're going to forget. We have to say it immediately. Yeah. But I also, yeah, it's just like Ro gets mad at me here if I come in. He's like, Have you not talked to anyone all day? I'm like, No. He's like, I can't hear every thought you've ever had today. That's because really I'll come funny. in and your just, night thoughts. <laughs> yeah, just like <laughs> your overnight thoughts. Yeah. Like, oh no, you haven't. You're, talked I'm to starting my new day thoughts. <laughs> I'm going to get my life together. Today's the day thoughts. Like, yeah. I'm gonna do it. Yeah, just like everything. Like your regrets got, and your hopes and dreams. <laughs> I've literally gotten so many people to do this diet with me because I can't stop talking about it. Well, I had. I used to have. Um. I used to have a problem where I dated one guy who was such an asshole, but he would, when we would be asleep, like when we'd wake up in the morning, he would just like not say hi or anything. I hate that. Which I actually liked because I need my, I need 15 minutes of suffering in the morning where I'm untouched. Like I need to wake up and just suffer through it and then be like, all right, I'm going to pick myself up. I'm going to get through this day. And he, not that he was doing it to respect me, he was doing it because he's a fucking asshole. But my boyfriend is like so attentive and sweet that he'll like interrupt my suffering with like breakfast in, b- in bed. And I'm like, yeah. I'm not ready to be like showered with compliments. Can you get the fuck out of my room? <laughs> or I'll try even when I'm trying to be positive. Like it's either I'm like I'm trying to get my negativity out immediately or think of like 15 things I'm grateful for. Right. And then he'll come in and be like, I'm trying to be grateful. Get the fuck out. <laughs> the bacon's going to be cold by the time I'm done. <laughs> or like I've been meditating. I haven't since I've been in New York, but I I had previously been meditating immediately when I woke up twice a day. But I would w- I would wake up and meditate and he like can't. Because he just wants to, he's like, well, what can I do for you? And I'm like, literally, like, shut the fuck up. I don't, and I don't even mean it in a mean way. Like, just, like, don't. Like, because I, my instinct is not to, like, wake up and, like, love the one I'm with. Yeah, see, I'm like... I like wake up and like wake Lindsay up and go into Lindsay's room. Like, what do you, do you have to go to work soon? And, like, I have to be around. I have to talk to people right away. I think with roommates I had that more. Yeah. But it's different when you're like intimate with someone. It's like I already we already share a lot. Yeah, that's true. Like we're gonna get to it. Though like my my boyfriend my first boyfriend um I was like, Are you telling me you have a boyfriend for the first time? No, no. Um he was like I mean, but he's a sociopath, but like he would purpose he knew I needed to talk to someone in the morning and he would just purposely ignore me. And that is like some so Like he didn't want to give you what he knew he could give me so easily. And he'd enjoy it too. Yeah. Because we've talked about it. He's like, yeah, I just, I, he's like, I, I would just. But you're also like not, when you talk, you're talking, you're relatable. Well, I don't know. We're very much alike. So maybe <laughs> I just relate to you. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, I totally know what you're thinking. And I right. feel that way too. Yeah. So I'm just like, oh, we're just talking about both of our feelings. Even when it's just you talking. <laughs> yeah. Feeling for two. Um, But Peggy and I used to live, we lived together and we had, we it was a railroad apartment, so we shared a wall with a door on it, <laughs> and we always said we wanted, to, and we had the same like Philly cra- trash type. Yeah, like we really like a flat brim hat and a white guy. Like Ugh, we need like a, maybe like two gold chains if possible. Oh, it's the best. Like we need like a sag in the pants still. Yeah, I still I can't get into this whole. They can be skinnyish. Skinny. They can be skinnyish, but they, but they, they better be, be sagging saggy. the fuck down your ass. Yeah. Don't yeah. pull them up. Don't appropriately place them. No. Get that don't, belt out of yeah, here. Yeah, don't don't get the right size. <laughs> yeah. Don't get your true size. Get a size three sizes too big. Yeah. Like I want an average guy to be shopping at big and tall. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Um, but we like just, I didn't even want their jankos to look like jankos. I'm like, I need your jankos to be sagging down to the back of your <laughs> knees. Yeah, jankos were really a hard pill to swallow. I still <laughs> a guy who walk, skates like on a skateboard next to me, and just something happens. It's so crazy. It's crazy. Do you know what it is? I think it's their lack of commitment. <laughs> because you look at them, you're like, I can just fuck this guy. This is a guy I met at the mall when I was 14. I know who he is. I've had sex with this guy before. He's going to be really greedy. Yeah. I know exactly what type of sex it's going to be. It's going to allow me to feel like I'm young again. Yeah. Because of the shitty way he treats me. Like, literally, that's how sad it is. It's like, I'm going to get off and I'm going to actually truly enjoy this experience because you're going to remind me of someone who shit on me at a younger age. Yeah. Like, you're going to like, that's going to make me feel young. You're going to bring me back to a shitty experience. Yeah. Well, I never told you about this, but there's a guy, uh, I haven't talked about him a while because we don't fuck anymore, but I was fucking this guy for almost a year and a half who we call Marky Mark because he looks... You told me about him. Yeah. Mar- was he in the military? He, yeah. Yeah. Um, And I like thought he was really dumb and then we like, I was telling, I was telling... I was telling about him on the podcast. I was talking about him on the it's podcast. It's really great that you're talking about he's dumb and you can't get the words out. I know. But that's what was happening. I was telling everybody. I'm like, oh, he goes to Columbia and he was like in the <laughs> army, but he was like more in like the intelligent part. I don't know. He's like stupid. And like he like. Everyone's like. This and everybody's brilliant. face is just like, this guy sounds like an amazing person. I was like, yeah, but if you heard his Boston accent, you would think he was dumb. It's hard with accents. It's hard with like foreign people. I'm always like, I know you're not dumb, but I don't know that. <laughs> But I also don't. Like, yeah. I'm going to need you to, like, prove something to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's crazy. Um, yeah. I don't know. I do that, too. It's something about, like, oh, you're you're just a dummy. Like, that's so attractive. You're such a dumb dumb. Yeah. But it's, like, not really. Yeah. Like, really? Like, why are we spending our time with, like, ding-dongs? I don't know. But I, we always did that. And we had, we called it, I mean, everyone, some people get mad about the word wigger, but come on, there's no other word for it. There's no other word. So we called it the wigger walkway when we would <laughs> open the door and we would just pass the wiggers back and forth. <laughs> we, the door was closed unless there was a wigger <laughs> to be shared. <laughs> so true. But we would always have like, we'd always like think the same guys were hot. It would just be because of the way they wore a white shirt. Like the shirt, white shirt was just a little longer and a little too pressed. Well, I, my first boy, the, the sociopath, I was like, I don't think he's, I don't know. I'm like, I, I saw him playing football. And, and I told you I thought he was hot, right? And yeah, but I play, we were playing football, so he was just like in sweat. Like he wasn't in the he way was he wearing, looks. Right. He was like. He was, was wearing was an too- outfit that we would expect one of the guys that we were into. Like he's wearing, like the off, like a normal guy's off day is like what the guys were attracted to his on day is. Is that what you <laughs> yeah. mean? Like yeah. we like we yeah. like a guy who's like I'm wearing sweatpants completely on purpose. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know what it was. The first time I saw him, I just remember like not. Well, I had a crush on his friend, and I was like, so I just didn't even think anything. Yeah, of Yeah, you don't even know. And then I and then I then I told you, I'm like, oh, so this person has a crush on me, and you were like, he's so hot. And I, I had like, told him he was hot. Yeah, and I was like, I don't know. I was like, I don't know. Yeah, you told him once that you thought I'm about so aggressive. Him. You thought about him banging my ex boyfriend. Yes, and he because that I remember is such that was, a terrible thing to say to someone. <laughs> I've done that a couple <laughs> times. Then guys later becomes your best friend's boyfriend. But whatever. I mean, yeah, it's like he's a small community. Who cares? But um, but he um. I, I've done something else like that with another guy where I was like, oh, yeah, I thought about banging or whatever. It's always the wrong move to say those things. Like, for some reason, I'm always like, oh, that's like a nice, like, thing to tell someone that I, you know, but then yeah. you're like, oh, it's it's just taking it to, like, a specifically sexual place, like, from nowhere. Right. Like, zero to fucking jizzing on my back and I'm telling you, like, where it's hitting me in my mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that's crazy. It's, you're not supposed to tell people that. And then it's like a weird, I don't know why I would do it. It was never, like... It never felt like the right thing to do after I did it. <laughs> I was just like, I fully regret doing that. 
Yeah. And I don't know why, because it, I guess in the time it felt like a power move, like where I was like, I'm just going to say something yeah. honest and aggressive. And then I realized that giving them, letting them know that I had thought about them like that gave them the upper hand over me in a weird way. Yeah. Of course. And then I'm like, but I don't feel that way now. And then I now I have to reject them to like bring it back to bring back my power. I have to be shitty to them. Yeah, it's weird. It's a weird little. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever. I always say I mom flirt. This is like a thing I was talking about. I'm I sometimes will accidentally be like give someone, someone a bath. Because... I'll accidentally be feeding them soup and giving them a bath. No, but I'll accidentally be like it'll be someone that I'm like because we are friends with so many insecure men that I like especially at the bar like they'll be sitting there and I'll just be like no you're handsome these are the qualities girls would like about you and I'm doing like how a mom would tell right. their like build you up right and then all of a sudden it's like you're really laying on thick with so and so I'm like no I, wa- I wouldn't I'm pep have talking him. I'm like pep talking him well you know what I would do my move was I would find that flash your tits I mean that's not a move I mean I what I do it to firefighters they never <laughs> fuck me I've tried they never will no there was one firefighter that um they used to come into the restaurant I worked at who we hung out. Like, it's so funny the amount of times, like, I've hung out with guys where I'm like, yeah, we're just, like, sort of friends. But really, it's just a date that didn't work. And yeah. I just, for some reason, continue to communicate with them. Yeah. Even though I'm, like, not into it. So he was one of those guys where I'm like, I think I met his mom at one point. Wow. He and his brother were coming. His brother was hotter. I think his brother was a cop, honestly. I think they were cop and firefighter brothers. I mean, this is... But the But the firefighter, I was like, I just had such a... I had seen this documentary... That uh, fucking what's his name? Dennis Leary had put on. Like I, I just randomly was like, yeah. When I was like hanging out at Apostle all the time, that old management company. Yeah. This is so insider and dumb. But they had a they had this um, premiere party for this documentary on this one firehouse in Detroit, and I was so like impressed by their heroicism. Is that a word? Yeah. I don't know sure. why I'm asking you, but um, <laughs> worst person to ask. Yes. And then thank you, smart one, smart person that has to keep Philly garbage in the bin. <laughs> keep us in the bin, please. She's Florida trash. Stuff. She gets it. Oh, it's the trash. same. It really is yeah. very similar. It's very similar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's totally similar, except you guys don't have to be nice or mean. We have to be both <laughs> yeah. in a very specific way. Yeah. <laughs> But so and we don't know how to survive the winters. That's true. Yeah. We're, I'd argue, a little more dumb. We move south because too many of us died in the winter. But we also have to be like, we can't be pussies ever. We have yeah. to always be tough. Yeah, like, I being like- born in Philly, you don't really need brothers. To, no. to have that, I need to impress yeah. my brothers. People always thing. ask me, like, how you have like a couple brothers, right? I'm like, I have one, and I'm and he's girly. <laughs> he's not girly, no, but he's he is. He's little, pretty manual. He's no, pretty he's man- for being the only guy. He's oh, he's so super masculine. masculine. Well, your dad's masculine. Yeah, your dad's a man. <laughs> he's just like, oh yeah, he's. I don't know if he's like said more than a paragraph at a time. Like I've <laughs> never heard him unless he's telling a story where like it's sort of like kind of fucked up about like the war or some yeah. like body he had to carry once like yeah. um but besides that I don't he doesn't have thoughts. Yeah. I don't think he has thoughts. Well guys don't that much have thoughts. No. Like some guys do. Like staying with Kurt's really funny cuz I'm like he's kind of like a girl in a lot of ways because <laughs> he'll tell you like stories about his exes a lot where you're like it's interesting and it, yeah. it's like a great conversation and I always feel like we should always be on a podcast. I'm like, why are, like all of these things are always like, <laughs> we're always having like crazy deep conversations or whatever. And um, and Karen too, his girlfriend, she's really funny. And so we just get into it. But like Soder, Dan Soder made a joke on stage. I had done the show with uh, Bonnie McFarlane and Rich Voss put it on and it was like four female comedians. It was me, Marina Franklin, Emily Tarver and... Um, Carmen Lynch and they brought out a bunch of different male comics and they had to do like four minute sets and then we would we had paddles that said bang or no mm-hmm. and we would just, we would explain why we would bang them or not 
It's weird because they're your friends. And yeah. I'm like, I probably would have already banged all of you if it I'd does. had one shot of Jaeger. <laughs> <laughs> like, you guys fucked up by not knowing me when I drank. <laughs> but um, it was Soder said, as he came out first, and he goes, I'm just going to pander. Because it's awkward to do your set while people are staring at you. Yeah. So he was like, I'm just going to pander to the ladies. And he said something like, um, my favorite thing to do is uh, just eat women out all night and while they talk about tell me a story about a friend I've never met. And I <laughs> laughed so hard because I was like, that is such a fucking... It's so true. That's such a fucking thing we do. Yeah. And and you just do it like you're like, of course you would care about this. <laughs> and they're like, like, thank God your pussy can't talk. So there's only one hole that's just fucking going. <laughs> so true. I feel like I you are that friend for a lot of... I'm like, you would love Annie. And then I, like, I'm telling a story and they're like, I don't, I don't know her. This feels weird. Or they're like, I do know her. I hate her. <laughs> no, Peggy, I know her. Ew. <laughs> we can't live your friends with her. She's such a garbage no, person. No, girls say no. that too. I know. <laughs> Guys never do. Girls are so... Girls really want me to be like a truly mean, bad person. It's so funny. I know. Not all girls, but some girls. Yeah. I have. A, there's so, it's so fun. But that's why I love when I meet really cool girls like you know immediately yeah. it doesn't that feel so good there's like us in the fucking improv class but it's like you just meet someone and you go like oh god yeah there's no bullshit mm. like we're totally not doing that thing were you wearing a cowboy hat in that improv <laughs> or cowboy boots yeah. We actually we met up there, but then we didn't talk until you. But you, you know that you liked me, right? Oh, I liked right you so away. much. Yeah, yeah like, because you I, and you also came. Out, we were doing that thing where like you have to go in the circle and say something you hate. And you you came out and you were like, "I'm a waitress," but you said in this way that the other girls like you could just look around. The other girls were all like PR company yeah. girls, and I was like, "Of course, this fucking <laughs> cowboy boots piece of shit." <laughs> yeah. Like you had do, like you had like well, I'd you had like from, short shorts. Listen, I'll tell you exactly <laughs> what it was. I had lived in Santa I think Fe, you had New a Mexico. Cowboy hat on. I didn't have a hat. <laughs> But I for sure had like a short skirt or short yeah. shorts and and I might have had a pink trucker hat on. So you it fucking did, and it was airbrushed. <laughs> it was like the most white trash. It was, airbrushed. and it said like blessed or something. <laughs> no, blessed isn't around what yet. Peggy would wear that today. Yeah, I like that. Trucker hats are back, by the way. Bitch, tell me what it said. Get, I think it was Star? a. Von, I think it was actually Von Dutch, but a fake no. one. I think it was a fake Von Dutch hat. I don't think it was a fake Von Dutch. Or That's maybe it too was much like... of a win. Like, and you would know it. You would know it because you know that's the only hat that would be good so you would remember it no i did have a hot pink von dutch hat but I had that was a one. real von dutch hat i did have one because that was a birthday gift don't I remember. that you choose to was did the person that gave it to you was they in the class <laughs> then why the fuck were you wearing it no i know i mean i look i, I love when I there's love a hats. tacky thing that you secretly like and someone <laughs> gives it to you as a gift and then you have the excuse to wear it oh yeah i have a leopard that leopard dress mm-hmm. i have is because my love my it. sister megan bought it for me um, the summer I was living with Katie, she bought me all these clothes as like a gift, and I never wore it until last year. I was just like, I'm fucking wearing this. Well, when you realize, dress. well, when you realize, when you get to a certain age and you realize, like, oh my god, literally the only thing I have to do to be cool is to really confidently believe in what I'm doing like even like and and honestly accept mistakes and like (laughs) accept responsibility for things like that's literally the only thing you have to do to be cool yeah and it's some people don't learn it in adulthood I always was accidentally honest like just Asperger's-y and people fucking hated me yeah I would just say and they thought I was mean I'm like I swear to god I'm not being mean I just say the things I think immediately it's like just a filter thing (laughs) yeah I mean sometimes I guess I was mean but but more so, like, I was, like, a victim of myself. Yeah. Like, I would get bullied because, like, why are you talking? Yeah. Like, uh. Yeah, that, um, but no, we knew, we, but it was cabin. I walked in a cabin, and you ran up to me, and you were like, I didn't realize you were from Philly, too, because um, the 
evil friend we both had told you that I was from Philly and so then that from that night on there's so many people that could be I can't no believe- the one person that connects us I had a show with her we can bleep them out if you that want. is actually oh, called yeah. the, the show was this is the, the name oh um, actually she would never I mean I don't really give a fuck but she doesn't remember she did this with you no she pretended okay so this girl was a she was in my improv class and she was in my storytelling class and she was like annoying right away like I hated her hated her she was a bad person it was crazy like she we had to do um, we had to do like a rhyme with our name like it was the the name game to introduce mm-hmm. ourselves, and she did one. She rhymed her name with something that was like making fun of retarded people, and she did like the uh, like retarded. Oh my god! Like hand, and I was like, I used to work. I was a special ed teacher, and I used to work with kids with special needs, and and I just was like, you never make fun of like you can make fun of anything, but it's like what a low blow to make fun of like people yeah. with special needs who can't defend themselves not that all of them can't like I've met some really fucking funny kids with cerebral palsy who you can they can be mean to and you can be mean to the back and it's really hilarious yeah but it's like it's just what a fucking weird target like yeah and that's your first impression is to be like a bigot that sounds like a huge red flag in terms of like if you're that's but if that's gonna be how you represent yourself to a group of people you don't know what there's a degree that you think that that's so like that you would it was just so crazy and um so she did that and i was like this girl's really a lot like she's too much and i'm a too much person so i do have compassion in my heart for loudies and like yeah people who can't self um filter and can't self edit <laughs> yeah. so i'm not like gonna hold that against you usually i'm gonna try to work through it but it was like she was a fucking animal she was a nightmare and she was so crazy. And then somehow I moved in with her. I became roommates with her. Yeah. And I was like, because she was manipulative. She was one of those people that would like, she'd go like, I just started comedy, you know, I just started stand up. And she would come to my shows and be like, you are so talented. Yeah. Like you're so, like she would say things to me that she would like. She you. Yeah. She gets you. She says all the things. And the minute you're like, I'm done with this bitch, she senses it and she does it again. And she brings it back. And then you realize she's really just trying to get things from you. She yeah. was trying to get like in the scene without doing stuff. Yeah. And I remember she was like, we should write jokes together. We'll be writing partners. And I was like, okay, whatever. And then yeah. um, we would try to write together and I hit some premise, some stupid premise about like uh, people's, um, I don't know if it was web browsers. It was like a hacky premise about, um, oh, how trying to figure out who in your apartment, looking at the list of Wi-Fi names and trying to figure out who's who uh-huh. yeah. by it or something, you know? Okay. And she was like, yeah. And like, the girl with the cat is definitely Asian or something. She said something that like wasn't funny. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's like a thing. <laughs> and she goes, great, I'm going to take it. And I was like, no, 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 no. That's not like how like right. I, like you don't even if you came up with a brilliant punchline, like I get it. Yeah, it's mine. Because this is what we this is what like working you work out bits with people, mm-hmm. which I don't like to do that much because of that, because I don't like delivering other people's punchlines. punchlines. It doesn't feel right. Right. Because my brain didn't get there naturally, so it's hard for me to play it off like it's something that just came up off the top of my head. Yeah. For the dumb audiences that think we fucking don't write our jokes. Yeah. You guys are so good and so brave that you just go up there with nothing. It just feels like you just like, you know, just talking. Like, Do you yeah. write that ahead of time? Mm-hmm. I mean, years. Some of them, like, may- there's a joke maybe I did five years ago in this. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's a chance that I had a weak moment yeah. where I pulled out my floss joke. <laughs> yes. Um, but like, um, so she... So Peggy had known this girl, and she had like started the show. You with started, her. yeah. We 
So you st- we started like a year behind each other in stand up. So you were living with her. I met her and she was like, I in the storytelling class, I was like, oh, I just started stand up a couple months ago. And she was like, oh, my I, I do stand up and my roommates is stand up. And I was like, oh, great. Isn't it so funny that we even said we were stand up comedians? It's such a weird I mean, thing when you first so start weird. like that, that that you but you kind of have to say it like it's embarrassing and it's not yeah. true, really. But you have to have like that confidence to be like this. This is the thing that yeah, I Yeah, because in reality, I probably had done, like, two mics and a bringer show. Yeah, <laughs> like, awkward, I yeah. wasn't doing it. Because um, it's so uncomfortable when you meet someone that's, like, new in comedy. They're like, well, I'm trying it out. I don't know. Uh, and it's like, do you want to do it or not? Yeah, just say you're doing it. Which is, it's bad, but it's, the, it's, it's way worse to be like, I just dabble, because nobody respects that. Yeah. We'd rather you be, like, over cocky than <laughs> yeah. under cocky. Um, but so she was like, she's like, oh, great, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I don't even know, but we started the show together um hlv and i we we had it was gonna be this like whole thing we did one show together and it was kind of bad because there was like technical difficulties or whatever and then she i did like three more and every day she would every time we would have it she would just text me like an hour before she's like i can't make it so eventually i was just like uh i think she disappeared but she years later she moved to la and she's actually been pretty successful because she's such a like so manipulative. She'll just do anything. It's crazy. Like, like you she, told I saw me her do I, things. I said to her, I was like, I was like, we had the same taste in music. She's like, no, she had your taste in music. I was she like, oh my just, God, you're like, so right. She would just adapt to people and it was so crazy and it really worked and you see it a lot in LA. Like, you see people just like, take things where you're like, oh, you just took that. Like, you didn't earn it or anything. Like, but, and in a way they did like, it's, I can't even completely knock people like that because they are working hard at something. Yeah. Like, to have to like, stalk all these people and like, learn all these like, facts and like, keep like keep each person's facts to them you know yeah. to remember who likes what and like to pretend to be this person with that person like it's it is it's of course she's an actress she's yeah. a good one she's great because well, she would convince me all the time yeah well because she's I mean, a psycho she got well so my ex was at the time like a pretty big stand-up and that's what she wanted she wanted him for this other show and i didn't even realize that like until i went to the show and i was like oh this, you were using me. This to get was to all for that. You could have just yeah. asked for his email. <laughs> I would have just given it I to know. you. It's so insane. It was so crazy. But I mean, and I then when you saw her in LA, you were like, "Oh, I'm really good friends with." That's Peggy. what I was gonna say. And she went, "Who?" She forgot. And I was like, what? "You know who Peggy is?" There's no way you don't know who Peggy There's is. There's only one Peggy. You just and she had just moved. It was like a year later. It was crazy. She yeah. stole a bunch of my stuff too. She stole like my Metro card. It was my unlimited Metro card. And I remember because I had gotten because I'm a piggy and I had put gum, used gum in my pocket so there was a piece of gum on it yeah and i couldn't find it my all of a sudden my like my jacket was the pockets were empty i have add so i'll go crazy i'm like i must have done something either i lost it i dropped it somewhere i put it somewhere i put it in my bra or something Mm. who knows where it is but also my keys were missing and so finally i just we lived in a railroad too so she would go through my room she also would go through my room like to get out like she had Uh to go through my room but I would go out I would see her out and she'd be wearing my clothes and I'm like we weren't cool like that like I was very clear like you don't touch my things or get my and she would steal my she would steal my clothes and be wearing them out but then she told me when I first met her she told me that you stole her clothes so it was like so insane so the people like that though will do that but she preemptively tried to make me look like a psycho to Peggy so that if I ever brought it up like how fucking how many steps ahead is this bitch? Yeah, so like many. I hope she's Taylor Swift soon. I've noticed that. I'm, like, well, I'm proud of her. <laughs> I'm starting to like her again. I know. What I'm a like, psycho! I want to reach out and be people like, like that. Do you. that though. They'll do whatever they know they're doing wrong. They'll 
tell other people that you're doing that thing so that if you turn around and accuse them of doing it, they'll be like, well, I already heard you're doing that. Right, so exactly. you're lying They think the you're a crazy person. Yeah. And it's so, it's just so, I, I just do not lie. And that's so great that Peggy and I like had really clicked and Peggy's mm. like, of course I don't believe her God, over you. I'm you're not a liar. Like I don't lie. Consumed by curiosity about who it is. Oh, uh, we'll, we'll tell you about you. it. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I just don't, yeah, I don't no, know how powerful she is. <laughs> no, I mean, it's not, and no, it's like, yeah, it's just, it's, it's never, like, she didn't do cool. anything that crazy. I mean, she'd leave the gas on every once in a while. I'm like, is this on purpose? Are you trying to kill me? <laughs> um, but I had to take all my stuff back out of her room. She's like, get out of my stuff. I'm like, I'm taking my things out of your yeah. things. <laughs> yeah. You're stealing from me. It's like so crazy. I'm just not, I'm, I've never been someone that's like, whenever people fuck with me, I'm like, do you really think I'm not, I don't go quietly into the night. Like I fucking fight for my shit. Yeah. Like I'm always shocked where I'm like. Why do you think I'm going to just let you do this? Yeah. I, you know what's so funny? It's like, I'm not vindictive, but there is like a little bit of part of me. Like when people fuck me over, I'm like, I never forget. Like I have such a crazy memory of that kind of shit that I'm but like. But you're also so nice and afraid to be mean that you, they'll never know that you hate them. <laughs> it just it reads exactly the same as if you like them. But I know. It's just you get to harbor hatred. <laughs> <laughs> You just get to give yourself, like, a stomach flu. No, yeah. I see Peggy being the type of person that she takes that hatred out, like, 20 years from now. Like, no, I'll she's tell in you where she of- takes it out. In her car. <laughs> yeah. We used to live together. She would. We- this was my favorite thing. This is literally one of my favorite hobbies was to be in... She had a... What kind of car was it? Sebring? Uh-huh. Chrysler Sebring. Chrys- Chrysler Sebring. She is a garbage person. I mean, just... Can we just please be... I mean, this is a real white trash person. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, our parents made more money... F- for more money than for us to just automatically have been this white trash like we just made a choice somewhere in our lives yeah. to like go to the white trash side yeah to go to the light well, i think the it's because my, my dad bought me that car because he bought it for himself and then was like no it's for peggy it's like my no dad. but as an as an older man that yeah. car makes sense i guess that's true yeah you're right it's a grandparent's car <laughs> that you we rode around like we were the fucking baddest bitches in the world. Oh, summertime, nineties. We're listening to Monica and shit. <laughs> <laughs> just like great. fucking amazing. Like like if like Peggy and I are both people that are just we're waiting on the edges of our seats for the part of the nineties to come back that's not coming back. Like <laughs> we're just like please bring back lip liner. Like all we want is lip liner. That's it. Unblended lip liner. It's the best. Is it their eyeliner that they're using on their lips, or is it a specific lip liner? You'll never fucking know. It's eyeliner because Katie O'Leary still does it. I love it. Katie does. Katie does eyeliner, but she blends it in. But she oh, does blend it in. Come back soon though. We're at twenty years from the nineties. I hope they it say does. it comes in twenty years. And it was okay. late nineties. Yeah, it was. So late early nineties happened, like all the um the flowers. Flannel, yeah. Oh yeah. The flowers and flannel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they and for a second dresses too. Those yeah. Are back. The dresses and also the um, the dresses. This was a second. This this passed pretty fast. But the dresses with Timberlands with like nice white girl Timberlands yeah. that were all laced up. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I have. And the them. sock, the scrunchy socks. I didn't do the scrunch. I still Tim's are what I wear all winter. But you do it wiggery. You don't do it like <laughs> they do it in like a. I'm a little girl that like is also wearing my dad's like work boots. Yeah. Like they don't know that it was like a completely culture like a black thing. <laughs> like they don't even know that like. <laughs> Timbaland's name Timbaland like they don't know yeah, yeah they don't know like what Tommy Hilfiger was like they yeah. think Tommy Hilfiger and, and Nautica was like literally for people that sail yeah <laughs> they don't understand that like no 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 yeah. it's for people who sail right into this pussy because it is wet and ready <laughs> <laughs> I am ready for your pressed Nautica fucking <laughs> polo shirt but so oh my god Kurt okay so Kurt when I stay at Kurt and Karen's house Karen sleeps in the bedroom 
because she's like a princess and and she can't sleep through things like she's just like a clean lovely nice person and Kurt and I are like both the same type of monsters where we like when I walk into a hotel room I immediately dump all my shit out on the floor like there's change and shit on the floor and like tampons and like my toothbrush is also like mixed in yeah it's just disgusting it's like a hair extension and then I'll go like take a piss and not flush it like I'm just like I gotta like make this place gross and make it mine Mm -hmm. I never want the maids to come in because I don't want them to know who I am (laughs) and um so that's how Kurt lives like in his living room like it's just like just like shit everywhere and that's how I live so I just I ease right in so there's two couches and we both sleep on a couch and then Karen sleeps in the room oh my god so we'll like stay up all night talking wait wait, what was I what were we talking about because I had a good thing to say about it Sebring. No, it was before. It was after the Sebring. Oh yeah, we were talking about. Um, but why did 90s. I start talking about Kurt's place? Oh, oh, and uh, Nautica and uh, Tommy Hilfiger. Fuck, I can't remember. Damn it, it was like a Kurt. Oh, this is what it is. <laughs> Kurt, I was talking about my. We were talking last night about my boyfriend who I lost my virginity to, and he goes, he's like, oh, I bet he like wore a cologne. I was like polo sport. And he was like, I think I have polo sport. And he found a polo sport and I sniffed it all night long. Like I sat in my bed and was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Like it's like such like it's so crazy. There's one. What is the one that I I used to spray my pillow when Brad broke up with me? Yeah. Wait, what is that? There's one that I recently fucked a dude and I was like, what cologne do you? And it was like a throwback. It was, a throw- it was like it was CK like, Wonder. Oh, like you first told me guy. it was um uh blue. Was a blue water? Oh. It was something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was. It was a rings guy. Yeah, of course it was. <laughs> I fucked. I mean, I, who wears rings? Yeah, he. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he wore rings and. Or you said it was like chain. Armani. What was the name? of Yeah, Armani or something. I don't know. Whatever. It was something like that. But. Um, Wait, what were, what, oh, okay, so the car thing, let's go back to that because we do need to wrap this up. Okay, so. Your favorite, this is our, I mean, it's my favorite thing to this day. You just can't do it without so a car. So she, okay, so she had the car and this would be, it was never a top down night. Like maybe it was a top down night. Like Peggy and I would like offer to give like open micers rides to their house. Yeah. Because we just wanted to drive in the Sebring. Like yeah. we just wanted to go. <laughs> so we just drive far. Like we would drive people far as fuck. Yeah. Because we just wanted to like be in the city and I still feel like. Those are some of like the greatest times of my life. Just like looking at the city and be like, what am even though I was like wasn't making money doing stand up or anything, like I was probably yeah. still waitressing or I was like on unemployment or something. Right. And um but I felt like really alive. Like yeah. it felt really like dream livy. Like I was like, wow, even though I have nothing to show for it, I'm like living my dream. Well, going over a bridge looking at New York is the mo is like at the, night. At night it's and crazy. the wind is nice, like so it was great, but so then we would come back to our neighborhood, which was like our neighborhood was getting hipsterfied, getting gentrified. But we, but right where we lived, there was a project. The projects were across no, the street from us. Actually, not the projects. The other thing was the sexual assault. Yeah, so it was the projects. And, projects, and then and there like was like a, there was like a rape center where like rapists go to like chill out after they've raped. Yeah, like, they're they like they we'll were, just keep you in this rape house. area. So like they had to, they had a curfew, but they could be out all day, and that's who would hang out on our block. So we were around that, and then the one lady that screamed shorty all the time, shorty, (laughs) and that guy with the short legs, yes, who like it looked like his legs got cut off at the knees, and then he just put shoes on them, (laughs) and he and he would always push around a wheelchair with another wheelchair in it, (laughs) and you didn't want to say anything to him because he'd kill you. You had to just pretend like it was a really normal thing to happen. (laughs) Yeah, like that it was so normal you didn't even notice that he was pushing a wheelchair in a wheelchair. A yeah. folded up wheelchair and an open wheelchair. <laughs> and so Peggy, so we would come home at night. Peggy would find a, a parking spot like within the block. 
And we would sit there and Peggy would just unload about all the horrible things people did. And they are always horrible. Her self-esteem is just terrible. Mine too. But like she really, she stands up for herself like alone in a car in a mirror. Do you know what I mean? Like she's like in traffic. You're like, this bitch must have gotten cut off by someone. No. Someone was mean to her like four days ago. And so she she would tell me and she'd be smacking. She'd be punching her hand. Like bruised palms. She'd be like, this fucking bitch and I would just love it and it would be like she'd be mad at work shit like you think I can't feel salt and fucking pepper you think I can't feel a fucking salt and pepper you think I can't feel a fucking salt and pepper <laughs> yeah I, I've seen that I've seen and that a couple times like yeah, I would just so be fun. delighted I would literally be watching like may as well have had popcorn like watching like it was a movie laughing like not feeling bad for her in any way because I was so entertained <laughs> also someone at the bar recently because I was venting I'll tell you and they're like you vent but in a rational way like you give a beginning middle and end yeah, like I'll tell you why I don't like this person because, and I've thought about it because you've thought about it for so long <laughs> you developed your case in the shower <laughs> Yeah, and you'll never tell them because to bring it back up, you're a psycho. Yeah, you didn't say it when you could. Yeah, that's like people. They're like, oh, I came up with like a really funny thing I could have said when this other person said this thing. It's like it's over. The moment's gone. Yeah. Oh well, that's it. Lindsay actually has a joke about that. She's like, um, she's like dramatic. People throw something against the wall or like punch, but I don't. Like I think about it and then I finally throw the punch. And you're like, now you're just abusing people. Yeah. Because people are like, why are you doing this? Like I don't know. For last night, you're like, well, that's just abuse. Yeah, I had a good day. Like I've been good today. What happened? Um, I went to church. Like, why are you punching me? Yeah, I don't have... I wonder if that's why I, I don't vent as much. I do it in my house. Or we do it in the back of the no, bar. Yeah, we've done it in born, the back of the bar a lot of times. Peggy O'Leary was born into a gossipy comedy cunty community. <laughs> like, her family is this. Yeah. So you had... How many of them are you? There's five girls. And, and you're the youngest. You're So you're the, the fucking butt of every goddamn joke. And you were a little fat dancing girl. <laughs> Like, you were just, like, so... Like, you remember you had the joke, you were like, that's, like, a YouTube video? That's, yeah. like, what people watch on YouTube? Yeah. You were, like... You, like, went viral in your own family, but they were making fun of you. I know. And so you are, like... Your shit is the same as this shit. Like, your shit's <laughs> always been the same shit. So you just replaced everything. Yeah. To just here. So all of your, like, family shit is how you handle everything. Yeah. You handle everything like your mom's gonna get mad at you if you say something. <laughs> no, that's very true. Well, it was funny because Katie was in town, and Katie's like the worst because she just, I mean, she'll still say it like I'm a child, but she'll just be like, Peggy's our star. Like, dead that's serious. I know it's super sweet, but like, it was really funny because we were in this bar, it was kind of boring, and she was drunk, and Aaron was there, and Lindsay were there, and um, Katie goes, uh, We should just like, start singing karaoke. Peggy will do it. Peggy, just go up there and just start singing. And Aaron's like, Is that just, I'm like, My whole life, but I would just do it. Like, most little kids would be like, No, I, I wouldn't feel do like it. I treat you like that too, though. I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, Peggy, can you just do a thing? Because I'm like, she's going to want to do anything, but it's not that you want to. You're just going to do it. But I'm like, she's happier when she's dancing. I am happier when I'm dancing. And I know that. And even if it's like awkward to get to the dancing part, like we just did, Peggy um, hosted for me when I um, headlined a packed audience. Wink, wink. (laughs) Um, But we, we did a show and she hosted... And at the end, it was one of the guy's birthday, the audience <laughs> oh, member's I birthday. And I, I made her sing because I'm like, it's going to bring joy to her. Like, eventually, I made her sing alone. I said, nobody can sing along. Yeah. This is Peggy's solo time. And I sang. And she sang happy birthday to this and audience I even member. did, like, a fake Stevie Wonder. You made him happy. Yeah, <laughs> you try to pretend like you're not into it. And then you, like, add things. You go further. I'm like, well. Like, you find out I have a dance already for yeah, it. you choreographed something previously. <laughs> oh, that's so true. Um, we so do. Great. This is a very long episode. But this is been so much fun it was fun Thank what is it you. supposed to be about dating and gender roles so we kind of hit on topic we just yeah okay we just 
This was great, though. I feel like last week and this week have been Peggy heavy because I usually am always like, ah, it's more about the guests. And Who was I'm it? talking Who was too last much. Week? And it was Mara and Dante from Beige oh, Phillips. Yeah. And Dante literally just went in on me and then I was crying in 10 minutes and he was just telling me how to like build my self esteem up. He's and like, wipe crazy. your wet pussy. <laughs> we know you just came. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I. Um yeah, it can't be just if you're friends with the person, it can't just be about them. That's weird. Yeah. If you know each other and it's not well, about Well, usually your I have I'll have like a bo- I'll have like a couple people and we talk about gender roles and like or like a specific But you couldn't thing. get anyone that d- that I didn't hate and didn't hate me? <laughs> <laughs> couldn't get anyone I get along with? <laughs> no, I for this I don't. Like when Yoni did it a couple years ago, like he, he came by himself. Like people that I'm like this yeah. not going to we're not going to like run out of things to talk right. about. Um and we touched on your boyfriend and stuff. So, and we talked about periods. We've never talked about periods. Oh, wait, by the way, I do have to say a game changer that I wish existed when I was a kid are these Thinks underwear. You know, they have the gross ads. Yeah. yeah. The disgusting Is ads it that real? are like, they're you fucking, I have, I'm like pretty much sponsored by them. I went to their, their uh, headquarters and got a bunch of underwear from That's them. That's awesome. Because I talk, I love it so much. And I'm like, it's, it's just such a game changer. Like, think of all those fucking jeans. Like, you know, when guys are like, you know, you're not supposed to wash jeans. It's like, we're girls. We have to wash yeah. the crotch yeah, out of the jeans because about. we're not fucking... I'm like that with the diva cup. I've turned into one of those annoying hippie girls, but I'm not even. I've never I'm diva just... cup, but I think the combination of the two, because I'm always afraid the diva cup is going to just pop out. It doesn't. It's, so you don't need... It's so things is, is irrelevant for you. So this yeah. is like, you throw you throw them in with like a uh, tampon or whatever, and this is so gross for guys, mm-hmm. but they, were they listening anyway when they yeah. were like three women? <laughs> yeah. They already checked out, so... <laughs> Um, you didn't have like a slutty enough name for guys to stay. <laughs> of your, the title's not slutty enough. Yeah, but um, so yeah, but it just it's like it's you just don't ruin your clothes. Yeah, it's just amazing. That's oh, I just amazing. I'm not going to ruin my clothes. Well, you know what's so funny is I never had that because I was so deathly scared of it that I've always been of what like I will of n- just having a, a weird spot. Yeah. I like so I I, I am. You also have a lot of sisters that probably would beat you up if you like did that. Like <laughs> how do you true. not know that? I had no sister, so I You're was just right. like I was raised as a boy. Yeah. So the whole thing and my I was mom, the oldest, and I get, never got taught about any of it. Well, my mom's like anti. Yeah. feminine like she doesn't like being feminine mm. like she because she was adopted. Mm. She had a brother, and she was always trying to impress her family and she just thought that like being like a tough girl mm-hmm. and like playing sports would impress them, mm-hmm. which nobody else was impressed by that. She also would tell me stories where I'm like, I think that's a scene from A League of Their Own, where she's like, <laughs> I'd put my hair in my hat and I'd go up to the park and the guys would be like, scram, girl, we know you're a girl, girl. <laughs> and I'd have to run home. I'm like, that's, I think, like, Madonna played you. <laughs> and uh, were you Rosie O'Donnell or Madonna? I'm so confused. But um, she has, like, stories like that. So she would always say things like that to me. So then anytime, and if I was playing with Barbies or something, she'd be like, Ugh. she'd be like, ugh, like, I just don't get it. Like, why anyone would want to play with, like, little girly dolls or whatever. And so I just have to make them fucking fight. I have to make them kill each other. Yeah. I'm like a boy. But my brother would play with my toys. My twin brother played with my toys more than I did. My girly toys. Because I was repressed. I couldn't. Yeah, you couldn't. My mom wouldn't allow me. So then, so with period stuff, like, she was just like, she gave me, like, the initial, like, all right, put this thing here and push this thing and good luck to you. Yeah. Yeah. I'll let you stand from school if you need to. Like, stuff like that. But she never wanted to talk about anything. Yeah. See, I was, I, like, couldn't wait to get my period. I just wanted to be like my sisters and shave my legs. I got, in, I would get in trouble so much for shaving my legs as, as like a seven year old. That's so funny. My mom would be like, "You're not allowed," to, and I'd be like, "I love that you were a mom like as a seven year old. <laughs> you had mom problems. <laughs> like you ran, you couldn't find like a, you, you needed someone to go buy you a razor. It's just like so funny. <laughs> yeah, your legs were prickly. 
Yeah, because like little kid legs is just like I just was cutting myself. Oh well, my <laughs> my niece will do that. She'll go like, "Why are your legs prickly?" She's four. It's like, bitch, wait, <laughs> wait, bitch, wait, bitch. Um, this was so fun. I love you so much. I love you too. What um, do you so want? This is gonna you. come. It was nice meeting you. Out next week. Do you have anything? Oh, I'm gonna plug? be in at the governor's. I don't know what it's called. Governor's, governor's Island. No, it's called Governor's something. It's in Long Island. It's a club. Wait, I, let me figure it out so I don't. Seem I think so it's terrible. Governor's. I said it wrong yesterday on something. Governor's Comedy Club? I think it's called Governor's Comedy Club, yeah. Yeah. Oh, when are you going to be there? Um, I'm going to be there the 22nd and 23rd. Governor's Brokerage. So I'm going to be headlining there the 22nd and 23rd. Oh, that's great. Maybe I, can get, I don't know if they have already booked the openers, but maybe I can get you on it. Yeah. Maybe I, I might have my car. Maybe I'll just drive you and we'll just hang out. Are you going to be in New York and it's then go up there? Fun. The last sh- club we did was in a mall, and it's like Peggy and I, like, we're, we're in our natural habitat together. It was, like, not good. It was really fun. I was like, though. Claire's is a thing still? Yay. <laughs> About to get best friends. I got so excited. I didn't know Charlotte Ruse was still a thing. I was like, oh, yeah. God damn it. I got to go there. Um, all right, cool. We'll go see Annie. Annie's so very fucking funny. Um, Snapchat and, Snapchat uh, and Twitter Instagram and, Instagram. and Twitter. It's just my name, A-N-N-I-E-L-E-D-R, man. Yeah. 1-D. No T's. No T's, no 1-D. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was your little thing you would do a lot. Still do it. <laughs> Thanks. Um, Mayor, do you want to say anything? No. Uh, you got. I got nothing going on. <laughs> MJ Bulge. Um, oh yeah. Instagram. MJ Bulge on Instagram. Her Twitter is the best. It's Mayor J Bulge. That's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys know what to do. Um, the next uh, Hard, Lonely, and Vicious uh, live show will be July 9th. It's also going to be Lucas's thirtieth birthday, so you got to <gasps> fucking come. Ooh, it's oh, he's be not fun. in his thirties yet. Yeah, I no, thought he was like age. forty. I know he seems like he's forty. He has a hot girlfriend right now. He it's looks crazy. like it's annoying. I hate when that happens because the confidence <laughs> is just inappropriate. Yeah, we're like, Wait, that was one of the funnest nights. But we the- went got donuts at like in Queens. We would just eat garbage food with Lucas. When did we go get donuts in Queens? We went to like Sunnyside and we got all these donuts in the middle of the night after like a fucking pit mic. Me, you, and Lucas. That's where remember I was saying if you got fingered by a. Um, by a masseuse I'm like just she used gloves and you're like and the both of you are like how dirty is your pussy <laughs> I was like no fur I just don't want her touching me but it's already a thing that's bad <laughs> that's not supposed to happen I know I know I, I really, don't remember any of that you don't remember Peggy that? I remember like a montage of events <laughs> and they're usually from the beginning that's true those are our hardest. Those are our hardest, most vicious, not lonely. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, come out July 9th. Um, also, uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, all that fun stuff. And yeah, go live your lives. Bye. Bye. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to cavecomedyradio.com. Cave.